afternoon. This is Aisha Elliott and I am Black Girl from Eugene and I am coming to you a little later than usual but it is what I do because this is what I do what I do. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to KEPW 97.3 Eugene's local radio station for putting me on the air now for I think over two years. I'm almost thinking three. I should really pay attention to time a little bit more. I just really don't. Um, Anyway, uh, here we are, our, my first podcast of 2022. Today is January, I want to say second. <laughs> it's already too much. Um, no, I, I don't want to start. I mean, we are going to have to talk about it, y'all. We're going to have to talk about it. But um, I just wanted to say Happy New Year. And thank you for everyone who has followed me thus far. I believe my podcast, and I keep saying believe, like I really don't have a good sense of time, but I'm pretty sure my podcast now is four years old, I want to say, <laughs> maybe three years old. But anyway, it's been going on for a little bit and I super, super, super appreciate, um, uh, I really super appreciate everyone who has followed me and who has uh, contributed to my cat podcast and supported me. And I just want to give a massive shout out to everyone on Patreon. Now, I would do say and do more about Patreon here, except if I talk about it too much, I won't get actually shared on certain platforms that I need to have share my videos. And so um, I will probably send out a thank you, thank you to everyone who is supporting me uh, monetarily and um, and really, honestly, like I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you guys have stuck with me. Most of you have stuck with me for the last two years, which I am absolutely speechless. I'm absolutely speechless with the support. So thank you so much. Happy New Year to all of you and happy, uh, I don't know, Sunday, like the weirdest weekend ever. So before we get started today, we I am going to be talking about change and I am going to be talking about um, just it's 2022, that saying that everyone's talking about, you know, let go so that you can gain prosperity. But also I want to like talk about, uh, all the changes in the, in the, in the way that society has opened up in such a way that it's overwhelming. Um, I want to talk about poverty. I got a lot to say today. So it's just going to be a smorgasbord of shit. If you guys are ready for it, I appreciate everyone who is popping on. Hey, hey, hey. I'm on a new little platform here, um, and I'm hoping I can see you guys' comments as I do this. So, yes, Heather, Happy New Year. Um, so, I want to say, first of all, in 2021 was yet another year to really, really, like, um, put under our belts in a way that for all of us who who made it through, all of us who... Um, who barely holding on by the hair or a chin, chin, chin could get through 2020 and then to have 2021 treat us so badly uh, and treat us the way they have. <laughs> and then uh, 2022, we're just all looking at it like very quietly going, okay, what direction are we going to go here? And so this is a, a episode or a podcast to give some encouragement. Um, and without that, I couldn't go through the trials in which we got here, Right. You don't ask people to, um, you don't ask someone who's academic about poverty who has never lived in poverty. I mean, not if you really want to understand um, how hard it is to be, uh, to live in, in without, right? You don't ask, um, you know, a, a technical 
uh, I guess you, you, I, I wouldn't ask someone who doesn't know how to ice skate, you know, how to get started. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what kind of blades do I do? What kind of shoot? What kind of skates do I put on? You go to the source, right? You go to where you know, understand that someone can reach you, talk to you. Someone that you know has experience in whatever you are exploring. And here we are looking at 2022 going, oh God, based on the experience that we, are, that we have been exploring, like we were trying to figure out how do we get through. Um, and I think, you know, the conversation about mental health is something that I'm super, super happy that and encouraging, it's encouraging that that conversation is happening more. Um, but I want to like expand the thought of mental health and I want to expand the thought of how, uh, how we all see each other in this in this 2022 struggle. Um, with that, and I'm not going to say 2022 is all struggle, and I'm not going to say all of us have been struggling. Um, I think it's important that those of us who have been blessed to to maintain income and a house during 2020 and 2021, we have got to understand that we have purpose here to help and to in any way that you can. I'm not saying that you have to change what you're doing. I'm just saying I'm hoping that we are realizing that we're fortunate, right? And that um, there is privilege in that as well. And so 2021 was a bag of, of things and I don't want to get emotional because 2021 really sucked for me because I lost my mom. Um, you guys may have known that and it's part of the reason why my podcast has aired like longer and longer um, with breaks in between because I need time. Um, so my mother, I lost my mother July 9th and, um, 2021 was like, it's kind of like, I'm looking at it when I was talking about mental health, right? And I'm looking at it and I'm looking at like, God, what was my life like before Facebook? Like those of us who are old enough to remember before Facebook, like I remember like talking to people and being like, Oh my God, you hear people talking about Facebook. They're such dorks. Like who's going to be talking about an app, right? And now Facebook is our whole entire life and Instagram and TikTok. And so um, I feel like the mental, when we talk about mental health, I, I, a lot of folks go one way or the other. It's like schizophrenia or super, super denial of all things bad, right? So I want to like get it in the middle a little bit. Um, and that's what this podcast I'm really going to talk about um, is just like this idea of this new, new, right? It's really where... We're talking about mental health and people go, I really want, I need to take care of myself. I need a good, I need a, a, a self, some self-care. And we're, and we're trying to measure what self-care really is. And we're trying to measure people who cannot, you know, who cannot um, get the time or do, do not make the time. And we're trying to figure out and we're trying to look and watch and judge people who are in the struggle really and looking at their mental health as well and trying to pinpoint that. And I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think it's super important that we stop. <laughs> We stop trying to put a limit or an explanation to someone's mental health and where they're at. I think it's really good that you can express yourself. Um, I would think it's really good that you need to be able to ask for what you need. I need uh, very, very important to have a boundary about what you can and will can do and will do and will not do. That is essential. Yes. Um, but I talk about my mom and I'm going to talk about just few people that I knew that passed in 2021 because with the pandemic... With poverty the way that it is, um, with, with uh, um, food shortage the way that it is, with resources being uh, delegated the way that they are, mental health is probably our number one, like one of our number one issues, right? Because the world 
in economics and capitalism is dealing us out. And how we are going to maintain this is basically how we see each other and how we can maintain and cope ourselves. Mental health is extremely, extremely important with this, right? So I think about it, like I said, my mom passed. Um, and I, over this Christmas break, like I said, I'm going to try really hard not to get emotional. But over this Christmas break, it was extremely difficult for me to be present with everyone around uh, like living life when like the most devastating thing possible could have happened in my life, right? You're like, if you haven't lost a parent or a family member and you don't, you don't understand what I'm saying, like, trust me, it just feels so weird that the whole world doesn't stop, right? Because your whole world does. Um, and so I, when I was, at my position in the community um, in this, in the United States is to be someone that, that leads and that educates and that promotes and that um, is encouraging and empowering. And when you have a loss as devastating as your mother or your home or your income or your health um, in the last two years, you have to look at your life and look at what's going on around you with a different lens. It's not that you choose to, you will, right? There's nothing that you can be, say and do that will make you go, okay, when this happens, this, will, this is what I'm going to do. You have a good idea. We all have good ideas. I have an excellent idea, right? And I'm probably going to implore, imply, I'm sorry, I'm probably going to implore a little bit of what my idea is. And then the situation will take what it does and do what it does, right? And I'm going to show up the best that I can with what I've got. Um, and then afterwards, you're going to try to remember what the hell it was that you did to be able to survive what you just went through, right? I just, I guess I'm trying to say is that we're all doing that. Regardless of if you lost somebody, regardless if you didn't lose someone, um, you're, you're seeing other people lose people. You're seeing other people lose vitality, lose um, their, their direction, their life. Right now, when it comes to race and equity work, because that's the work that I do, um, and that's the life that I live, you know, I'm watching this massive transformation that's happening that is really painful for a lot of people. Um, and a lot of, uh, I work with white folks mostly, and I work with black, indigenous, and other people of color less than I do with groups of white people. Um, not by choice, it's by location. Um, and the I live in a predominantly white area, which is where I do my work. And so um, the work that I do is nationwide, although my neighbors and the people I have lunch with and the people I go to the store and grocery shop with, um, the people that I get my, my uh, um, self-care with are generally not black. I live in a predominantly white state. Um, so as race and equity have become the center of everything around me and around the world at this point, uh, along with poverty and hunger and a deprivation period, um, I'm, I'm noticing this, this riff that is so strong at this point in 2022, January, literally second, there, people are very on one side or the other, right? And, and what's interesting is that the same people who are on the side that want to keep things the same, and the people who are like, give it up, let's move forward. Um, those two people were friends at one time. Those two people, those two groups were able to, to quietly and in denial work together, right? As long as the differences weren't spoken. 
can we talk about the mental health in that situation, right? Um, honestly, like I'm, I'm just like sitting back and looking at what we have done and what we are doing when we have these conversations, right? Now, I am not for, I, I, like the last podcast I said when I was talking about racist boards, I, I was 110% stand by everything I said as per usual. And at the same time, I'm going to add that it's extremely important that we understand that this break that people are having in their confidence of what they belie- believed to be true and understanding that it's not true anymore, is ha- it, they're having a break, right? It's not a psychotic break, but it's a break. It's a break in reality. It's a break in what you knew. It's a break in what you thought was true. That's traumatic. Those of us who, who are waiting for them to get on over here and get to the work and do the progress, we also have to understand that um, our insistence and our, and our impatience comes from a place of trauma as well. We are going, as long as we see each other, and as long as we know that we are here, meaning that I see you and you see me and I am available to you and you are available to me, we are going to be okay, right? 2022 is going to hand us some more bullshit. And we are going to handle it the best that we know how, right? That is what we will do. That's what's going to happen. However, we need, I, I would love to implore just the, the idea of you're tired. I'm tired. You know how exhausting it is to lose someone in your life? It's exhausting, right? And it, it's a kind of exhausting that doesn't replenish. It's, you have to find strength somewhere else you know have you ever i know y'all listening have lost your keys and you're like i just know damn well i know where my keys were and you just look and look and look and look at how how flustered you you late already how flustered how quickly flustered do you get when you know damn well you had your keys right there you know you put them somewhere right and then we find them and all of a sudden we recoup we're, we're able to bring ourselves together some of us can, can, it ruins our whole damn day. Some of us be like joy, rejoicing, be like, yes, we found the keys. I knew it. And they grab them and they run, right? That, that I know it's a silly, silly, uh, you know, metaphor or um, analogy, but it's how people cope. We cannot expect everyone to be coping in the same way that we do. And I just don't want to encourage that we go away from each other, but can we implore some patience and recognize this urgency has nothing to do with human nature or human kindness? It, like that sense of urgency is a call. It's a call for a lack of coping, right? We, don't, we can't sit still enough to wait and see you know how your parents you go, just wait and see. Just, just hold on. Why don't you just wait and see? And you in your little chair as a child just dying. Like, I can't wait. I can't. Ah! You're just dying, right? But look, we've made it this far. Even losing the people that we've loved. Even witnessing mental health breaks. People that we trusted, right? People who we were like, wow, I didn't know that's how you really felt about this. Like when it came down to it, I didn't know that's where you were going to go. Now I need a moment, right? And now you're taking a moment and now our friendship is forever different. And our, our relationship is forever different. How do we move forward? 
you know, and the truth of it is, is that we can, that's the same idea, ideology. We cannot hold on to what was. We have to be, have enough courage to go on into what we don't know with the best that we have. And a lot of us are going, oh my God, this is the best I have. I'm like, I'm overweight. My legs are shaky. I, I'm eating sugar all day long. I, I, can ba- I barely get out of bed. Like I, I am going to work now, but I don't even like being there. <laughs> the people all, you know, it's, it's like too much. The traffic people are back out. Do we put on the mask? Do we not put on the mask? You know, now it, the, do I travel? Do I not travel? I miss my family. I, I, I have too much family. Like all of this is happening, right? I think it's, the, it, it's foolish to believe that even if it's not happening directly to you, that it's not affecting you. When you have people that you're working with who, who are not recognizing equity, who are not recognizing you, who are not recognizing inclusion, which includes ableism, which includes, you know, uh, includes LGBTQ and gender rights, which includes race, and they're struggling, eh, I mean, they might be assholes. <laughs> I don't know. Or they might be struggling, right? They might be struggling with a, I don't know what to do moving forward. And I'm scared. And I think that's legit. I mean, that's just me. I think that's legit. And, you know, yes, thank you. I've just looked down in the comments. Collective trauma and grief, sis. Yes, Drea. You know, um, it's, I just, I feel like, uh, thank you, uh, Linda. Happy New Year to all y'all. I, I feel like, you know, it's really important. Um, I just wanted to take a, a little bit of your time and just in, implore the idea of mental health and that it's not, it, you don't have to be on medication to need a break. And I know that everyone's talking about self-care like, you know, like it's air and it is. And, but I want people to understand that it could be as simple as too many phone calls have come in today. And I just cannot, right? Too many, I, I've had, I, I got snowed in. We got snowed in and I got to take down my Christmas tree. I'm not taking down my Christmas tree. Why are you not taking down your Christmas tree? Because I don't want to. <laughs> I don't have the energy. I don't feel like it. I don't, I, I'm just not going to. All of that is signs of I need time. I need space. I don't need judgment and I don't need your opinion, right? Like this is just what I'm doing. And I think a lot of what, when it doesn't interrupt or, or intercede someone else's freedom, it doesn't interrupt or intercede someone else's life and love, a liberty to live the way they live. Um, I think it's important that we allow people to show up. When you talk about inclusivity, that's what we're talking about. It's any old kind of way. We have, of course, an agreed assignment. We have a collective understanding of what the job is supposed to be done, but how people show up, especially in 2022, let's give, let's give some time for it. Let's give a moment, right? And let people show up the way they did and a hundred percent, let them show up differently than they used to, you know? Hey, Miss, Miss Sunshiny ain't sunshiny right anymore. Okay. You know, let her do her thing. Let them do their thing. Be there when asked. Right? Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Clouds is all of a sudden super sunshiny. Hey, we like the change. We're here for it. We're, we recognize it both ways, right? But no one has to answer. 
to why. No one has, no, there is nobody out here. That, there is, the collective truth of us understanding that we're supposed to say something or do something by somebody, who said? Who? Who what? That collective understanding was not inclusive in the first place, right? That collective agreement is what I'm going to say. Not understanding that collective agreement previously was not with us in mind. And it was not disinformed, right? It was not enlightened. It did not have the, the uh, it, it was post-colonial. So we already know it was jacked up, right? We already know it was about money and it was about ownership. So we already know it's not where we, where we can go in to 2022. We can't take that with us, right? Those of us who recognize that, it's not for you to beat down the other people who don't, right? That's what I'm trying to say. It's for us to shine and to, to be abundant, to, to be able to stand in our abundance and be grateful that we've made it this far, even with the losses, right? Mr. Mrs. Sunshine, who is now not as sunshiny, she has her days, she has a loss, right? There is a transformation, Mr. Mr. Grumpy, who's now Mr. Sunshine, there's also a loss, right? We, it's not better or for worse. It's a loss. There was a transformation. They shedded something and moved on to something else. In that shed, you grieve. In this climate, this, 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 this social climate, climate that we're in, this emotional and spiritual climate that we're in, realize that everything that we're feeling, I know all of it, so many people said, this Christmas was the least Christmassy Christmas, or this December was the least Decembery December that I have ever, ever experienced. We are collectively tired. This is collectively into our spirits. We are spiritually bound to each other, and we are collectively experiencing this. Those who have bowed out for whatever reasons, right, for whatever their life turned, that was the end of their journey with us the way that we know them. And now here we are. We're left collectively together. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to go spiritual with y'all in terms of like my belief system or anything like that. But what I am trying to say is that we're here yet another day. And I didn't talk to anybody, friend or foe, stranger or not, that wasn't feeling this last, these last two years in a very same way. We did not have the same skin color. We did not have the same background. We did not speak the same languages. We did not come from the same culture, but we all felt the same damn thing. That cannot be ignored. We are connected, right? And so I, you know, like I said, 2021 took my mother. I mean, the audacity. <laughs> ah, the audacity. Oh my God. It took Cicely Tyson. It took Colin, pa- Colin Powell. It took Bell Hooks. Desmond Tutu, Bishop Desmond Tutu. Michael K. Williams. We started off last year with Larry King. Y'all haven't forgot about him, huh? That was a long time ago. <laughs> Shoot, January 2021 seems like it was 10 years ago. You know, I, I am here humbled, you know, by the idea of moving forward in my life without a pillar. And at the same time, knowing that if I didn't move forward, that it would really not speak 
to the strength I know that I have and that my mother gave me. Even in all these people, Betty White, ugh, ugh, we thought she would never die. We thought she would never die. Oh, it's a big loss to the black community, to all communities. She was someone who, who tied everyone together, much like my mother. The, what Nobody who didn't love her, right? Um, you know, when we, when we move forward without what we perceive to be our backbone and we're able to step one step or two steps, there's guilt, there's grief. <sighs> there's heaviness. There is a sense of wonder. And there's just this idea of like, who am I without that person? Right? Well, some of us, you know, this, I guess, is dependent on a positive relationship. I guess. But I'm just talking for the masses of just loss in general when we watch each other. This is getting heavy over the year. This is getting heavy over the two years. Like, can we take a second year since 2020? You know, if we're here another day, that's exactly what we're to do. We are to find ways to cope. And I guess the way that we could do collectively is to try to be as inclusive as possible. Try to not put what we believe to be right and true onto others right now. It, it's too much to bear for those people who are just trying to make it, right? It's too much. Let's be as understanding and as open with communication and expectation as we can. Nothing will hurt you from straight up honesty. Nothing. Right? I'm sure people are like, well, I can think of a lot of things. <laughs> With, uh, you know, if I tell my truth, how, mu how much, you know, if I tell my truth, uh, how much I could really lose. Well, I mean, you know how this goes. Well, we could talk about in layers. We can talk about in, in layers and in, in different um, directions of what it meant to survive, right? What did you have to do? What did you have to give up? What did you have to reconsider about yourself? What did you have to not think of at all to, get for to go forward? Surviving is actually just a temporary situation, right? It is out of deprivation. It's out of, I can, I can make it. But the truth of it is, is that if long as we're here tomorrow, we were meant to be here tomorrow. We'll open up your eyes. You are meant to be here. And I'm not generally that type of person who's like, oh, fantastic. Better day, another day. I'm not like that. When I wake up in the morning, I'm tired. I'm generally annoyed. <laughs> I get up and I'm like, oh, today, what do I have to do today? Right now? Can we can I can I look at this a little differently? Absolutely. Do I need to look at it differently? That would depend on me, right? What I need at the moment. It would not depend on what you need me to do. And I want to give that to everyone, right? Let's be okay with who we are, where we are. Let's be okay who we are, who they are, where they are. As long as not pressing upon your right and, and your right to be here as a human being, 
let them do what they do. As long as it's not oppressing your right to be here and you are safe, let people show up. Let's have some grace. Let's have some patience. Yes, absolutely. Mark, COVID may keep us apart, but I am with you in spirit. We don't have a choice, right? This is collectively affecting us. The way that we have our babies coming and being born in this time, they, this is not something that, that, that does not affect them. They are not born when I was born. They are not born when you were born. They are born now. And everything that we are feeling, everything that we are doing, the ways that food supply and poverty is changing is in their makeup, right? They are here to work it out. And I just, in the, in the broad umbrella of, of inclusivity, and I talk about mental health, if we're not looking at fatigue, we're not looking at, co- we're not looking at grief, we're not looking at the, the courage and transformation in terms of mental capacity and mental health ca- uh, um, yeah, capacity. We are not, we're not looking at the whole picture. And I know you do not have to be a specialist to be able to take a moment of consideration for somebody else's situation. And you don't need to know what it is. There's no reason for you to save anyone. There's no reason for you to be the center of anyone's story. It's just the, the ability to allow someone to be tired and still show up. Can they still show up? Are they allowed? Will they still have a space at the table? Can we have somebody whose mental capacity is, is tapped because you know, of transformation? Lots of things have happened to them. They're distracted, good and bad. Can we allow someone to just sit quietly when they were talkative? Can we give them that space and still allow them to be at the table, right? I think a lot, we're going to see a lot of, difference, a lot of differences in the people that we love in this next, com- next year. There's going to be a lot of people who are deciding their boundaries and moving on or bringing in, opening up and bringing in new things. So we're all fragile, we're all vulnerable. And so um, I know this is not as long as my normal podcast and I'm not all like fired up and pissed off about something when it comes to race and equity. You will not get that every time on my podcast. Um, You're going to get me on my podcast. And this is my place and my space that I created for my mental health. Uh, This was an, my podcast, you know, was an exercise of, it was an exercise of mental health. When I first started this podcast, actually, I had felt very, very, very um, oppressed and beat down by the city of Eugene, and literally and figuratively. <laughs> so when I, when I made this uh, podcast, it was so that I could speak my, my word and move on. It's the same reason I do it today. Even as I, my business has grown, even as I have more children, I have three grandchildren now, even as I have uh, moved houses and states and traveled the world doing the work that I do, you know, this space is for me. So you won't always get 
the the rants and the raves and the and the perspective on race and equity in terms of work. You know, you will get me and my voice matters and my perspective matters. My education level matters. My professionalism matters. I matter. And I am imploring you to allow others to do the same. Right. Let's listen. Let's listen. Let's hear each other. Mental health, mental health, mental health. Those people who have never shed a tear, those people who are so, so happy, they never, never are sad. There's toxicity to that as well. Let's allow them space, right? They don't have to show up the way that we show up. They don't have to show up the way that, that we expect them to. I feel like I'm saying it over and over again. I feel like I have to. Inclusivity. Mental health is not just schizophrenia and happy days. Like it's not, that spectrum is, there's lots that fall in the spectrum, right? Healthy, not so healthy or pathological or with pathology, right? It's a spectrum. And what we're dealing with in 2022 falls on that spectrum. Everyone is having some mental gymnastics that we are having to go through it wouldn't it, it's it, i i would i would be very remiss to think that there was someone out there that is perfectly fine right um and i know some of us do a very good job coping some of us do an excellent job coping and some of us don't but no matter what it's us and that's all i'm saying Coming from Black Girl from Eugene, that is. Coming from Black Girl from Eugene. So this is a little shorter podcast today. Um, if you all, in the new, in the new year, um, I will be doing different things with my podcast this year. I am in uh, works of expansion. Woo! And um, I am definitely going to be doing different topics and different subject matters with different groups and with, by myself. So please, please, please stay tuned and keep up with me. And um, again, like I said at the very beginning of the podcast, I'm so appreciative of you all who have supported me in the last two years. And when I know things have not been amazing, uh, even financially, people have not deleted my uh, support. They've actually just adjusted how much they can. And you have no idea what that means. Um, that, that is just beyond, beyond grateful for me. Um, you guys have been my bread and butter of, of survival and my podcast is very, very important space for me to share with you all. So I cannot tell you how much it means to me that you continue to support me. Um, and, uh, I will show up, uh, every two weeks thus far and, um, throughout 2022, I'm going to be traveling quite a bit. So y'all might catch me in different states doing different stuff, but I will be sharing my, my uh, insights and experiences all throughout the way. So um, without any further ado, I don't see any other comments here. Um, everyone, Happy New Year again. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I'm just kind of reading through here. 
Thank you so much, everybody. And everyone who's on the audio, you can catch me on any platform. Talk to you in two. Thank you. Bye.